Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I am your host, Maurice Cerullo. It is Tuesday, September 8th, and we're on to episode 13. Lucky number 13. What's up? So much luck. So much luck. This is actually the very last episode of the Codex Prime Podcast. <laughs> this is it. Everything's downhill from here. I'm here with my cohorts, Eris Tejeda. Eris, how are we today? Wait, was that a joke? What? You seen you, you gave no context for that remark. I said everything's all downhill from here because it's a terribly lucky day. Oh. I'm really tired. Oh. <laughs> so I may die. I and can you tell cannot, you are just out of sorts right now. And you cannot carry on without me. I will not allow that. It's in my will. <laughs> it's in my will that I want the Codex Prime podcast to go down with me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm tired. To answer your question, I am fantastic. I'm glad someone is. I am. I have been jubilant since last Thursday, mm-hmm. starting at about 10.13 a.m. <laughs> I have been practically walking on clouds. Is that when the news hit the wire? That is the exact moment mm-hmm. when Tom Brady became a free man. Fuck. <laughs> the- that sing-song voice you just heard is cohort Victor Moyo. Victor, how did, what did you think of the news? I bet, I'm sure you were doing dances. <laughs> I know we were. Singing. I couldn't give two shits about this news. Yeah, but you seem like you're giving a lot of shits right now. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Woo! Ha ha ha! I'm doing good, man. I'm good. Yeah, happy to be here as always. It was it was a good. Uh, yeah, that that definitely ele- elevated my mood for the end of that week. Yeah, listen, but, man, the Brady rights movement mm. was a success. <laughs> yep. The evil empire was yep. finally thwarted. Judge Richard Berman is welcome on the Codex Prime podcast <laughs> anytime he wishes. I, uh, that'd actually be a good get, if we can get him on here. That'd be a good get. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, if you rewind the tape, if you rewind the tape and listen to our episode, we briefly discussed this, and I remember saying distinctly, I wanted to just go to court so it gets overturned by a neutral arbitrator. Just saying. Once again, Codex Prime calls the news. Listen, man. Once again. Gloat all you want. Okay. Well, let's just do a victory lap. I don't even want to go. I just want to play. I just want to play football. Yeah. Hey, two days from now. Do you really want to do a lap right now? It's a big court on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it, though. I know oh, man. I'm just... Listen, the fact that we no longer have to worry about Tom Brady playing on Thursday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. You were worried. I wasn't worried at all. You were worried. I wasn't. You were worried. I wasn't. I saw you. Nope. I saw your face. Nope. I looked into your eyes. Nope. I peered into your soul. Wow. And you were worried. No one saw that before. You would have died if you saw <laughs> Listen, that. When the news was announced, and I, I got it first, mm-hmm. straight from Adam Schefter himself, <laughs> that the suspension was overturned, and I told you, mm. I remember it quite clearly, me and you, in the middle of a crowded office, <laughs> stood up from our desks, yep, hugged, made out, and started to, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Listen, man, that's where rumors get started. <laughs> <laughs> and we started jumping we around yep. in the office. And we caressed one another. Right. Yeah, okay. God, you two are <laughs> such stands over football. Get over yourselves. Jeez. I'm over myself, but I'll never be over Tom Brady. Uh, thank you. Mm. That's that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, Listen. well, uh, I hope he snaps both of his ankles in the first Listen, game. Victor. Sheesh. You want to know. Listen, man, I don't know if you've ever felt... If you know the feeling, if, if, if you would know a history of your people being persecuted, I don't know if you know that. 
I don't know. As a Patriots fan, what? Wait, what? No. About our people being persecuted, Victor. Aris. We are constantly persecuted by the masses. Are you serious? You would not understand this. Are you seriously equating? You and your people would not understand this. Are you seriously equating American slavery to this goddamn football bullshit? Are you serious? Yes. what I'm talking about, people. This we is what's wrong with this country, man. People need, are so sycophantic when it comes to fucking football, we man. We need a 28th Damn. amendment hey, to retroactively... What's, what's sycophantic mean? Well, Jim Savard here to tell us we need to repeal the 13th amendment, also lucky number 13, and then create a new amendment re-adding that amendment, but also saying everyone just leave Tom Brady alone. I would I would sign I would vote for that. I am all about that. Yeah. If my congressman would like my vote, get to it. <laughs> get it done, Mr. Congressman. Free Tom Brady. Free Tom Brady. Forever. Just now free him forever. Now he's freed. So everyone that like bought all those shirts and hats, I gotta put a D at the end of that shit. Free Tom Brady. Doesn't the man make fourteen million dollars a year? Did you research free, this? Free him from <laughs> what? Persecution. Right. Persecution. He's a fucking millionaire. Persecution from what? From who? Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell in the NFL. Right. The man fucking cheated to win his four Super Bowl rings. No, he no, didn't. Deflating footballs to get to the top. And you and you mm, cheer this man? Hey, you elevate this man? Hey. You Patriots fans are a bunch of goddamn sycophants. All of you. Allegedly deflated. It's <laughs> a big difference. Judge Richard Berman. Right. Clear Tom Brady's name. Right. I, I defer to the federal court system. Federal Judge Richard <laughs> M. Berman. And that's another thing, too. The you know, hero of the New England region. The yeah. MVP of the offseason. And it was a court in, in New York. I mean, he's a Jets fan. Why do, fe- fan. why do federal courts care about professional sports? Because fuck the Jets. What? Because I don't know. Fuck huh? the Jets. That's the answer. What the <laughs> Because it was a, they're, they're, there's a lot of money. And there was a CBA, just like it was if it was like a steelworkers union. They collected someone, collective bargaining agreement. Right. That's what um, that I don't know if Victor knows what that is, but it's when two t- groups come together and they sign some sort of agreement. I don't fucking know. I don't read that shit. Anyway, yeah, it's like if the steelworkers <laughs> came together in Pittsburgh and they were, you know, allegedly I don't fucking know, melting their shit. I don't fucking know. He's free. Fuck it. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Seriously. It's basically Victor, mm-hmm. so you don't know about labor law. Yeah. It is a agreement. It is a rule, a rule book that mm-hmm. is agreed upon by the boss. Yep. And this is being the league office. Yep. And the union, in this case being the NFL Players Association, the Players Union. Yep. Mm-hmm. They sit down at a table and they say, "Hey, this is what we'd like as workers." And then the league office says, "Fuck you." Mm-hmm. And that's how I went. Yeah, <laughs> and they just say that back and forth until eventually they sign a piece of paper and it says stuff. I'm not a lawyer. Right. I don't read that shit. I and then basically wait. they split a shit ton of billions of dollars. Right. At a certain percentage. And they each get... Well, the big thing in the last, in the last mm-hmm. agreement was the Players Association wanted more... Uh, they wanted neutral revenue. arbitration. No, they wanted more oh, revenue. Yes, and like revenue yes. and neutral arbitration. But they only got one of on those Discipline things. were the big things. They got the revenue, but they didn't get the arbitration. And then Roger, Roger Goodell totally overstepped his bounds, like a totally. lot. Oh, he looks like, like such a, a fucking clown right now. It, it was just weird. Like even if I wasn't a Patriots fan, and I'll say this from the bottom of my heart, if I was, uh, I don't know, in Asia, and I was reading this with a mind, I'd be like, That's, this is weird. It's so whack. The whole thing was so whack. It was a kangaroo court. It was trumped up charges. They used false information to prosecute 
Mm-hmm. And they and falsely imprisoned Tom Brady. And they they ran his name through the mud. The mud. The best quarterback to ever play the game of football. I, even if you take <laughs> football out of the equation, they literally did him dirty. I apologize. The greatest American to have ever lived. <laughs> that sounds about right. They just like, like for no reason, just to fuck. I don't know. Fuck them. Fuck them all. They got what they deserve. Now they're gonna appeal it. Less than ten percent of these, or like eleven percent of these appeals, actually win. Seven percent. Seven percent. Even better. And I thought it was less. Than, yeah, I thought it was less than ten. Um, and uh, the judge, like, he checked off like eight things that the NFL fucked up. So even if like one of those things is somewhat, it's, just, it's it's he knew what he was doing. He, and and the biggest thing, it's called Article Forty Six, where it essentially says that uh, Goodell can do whatever he wants. But on matters of the integrity, yeah. Of the game. But he has to be fair, which he wasn't. Right. So it's actually good for all uh, union people in the country. If you look at it, that way. yes, it is. Nice it, is it is basically saying, hey, bosses, mm-hmm. can't just screw over your employees. Yeah, you just can't do. You there has to be if an element of fundamental fairness in your proceedings. Right. Mm-hmm. When you believe that there is something uh, wrong that has been done to you. Or your place of business. Yep. Hey, you know, maybe have some actual proof. Maybe. maybe. That might help. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> one day if I enter a union, I will say my prayers to Tom Brady and say thank you, Tom Brady, for allowing me to have proof against me before someone takes it to me in court. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, man. That's about the long hey. and short of it. I'm sure your place of business have a teacher's union. Now, I don't know if you're part of it, but I'm saying I'm sure they're glad they have a union. Right. That but they're the, singing the, Tom Brady's praises College right now. can't go out there and, and, and falsify trumped-up charges, Victor. That's a good point. Jeez, you, should be, you should be thanking Tom Brady. Thank Tom Brady <laughs> for having the fortitude to oh stand up yep. to big business. To big business? Tom, big business. Tom Brady is big business. He's a brand. Right. Tom Brady's a brand. The NFL is big business. Same thing. Corporate America. Which Tom Brady is a Corporate part of. Corporate America. <laughs> Which Tom Brady is a part of. Listen, Tom Brady stood up to the man. And Tom I will Brady say, won. They, they, they're my, I mean, it's, it's just, it was so annoying. The whole thing was so fucking annoying. And it all had started on my birthday, which is the most annoying of them all. So I'm going to wake up tomorrow, be the first day of me being 27 again, mm-hmm. and everything's going to be okay. Great. Groundhog Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll have to relive this freaking shit all over again. Listen, and then, uh, you know, I was feeling real jubilant, like I said. Mm. And uh, today, I got to resume the uh, drinking of uh, Salty Hater Tears. Because oh, yeah. ESPN yeah. and Sports Illustrated came out with some bullshit about uh, Spygate, of all things. What? I don't, <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. I don't even care. Yeah, this is, I, 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 I was laughing all day. I didn't care. Salty no, people saying no, salty things, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> your yeah. tears taste delicious, right. sir. Right. You, so. you should have won that Super Bowl. Oh, let me look at that score. Nope. What, Eagles fans? You're complaining we cheated. No, you cheated because you had fat Donovan McNabb throwing up on the sidelines. That is true. They he cheated. Him. How's that? They did have him. Though. How about he cheated you? Of the possibility of winning Wait, a championship. How does a football player vomiting equate to cheating? I'm saying he cheated the fans. Yeah. Of a chance to win a Super Bowl. Right. By being a fat sack of crap. Shit. Crap. Right. <laughs> fat sack of fat. Oh, man. Like our friend George R. R. Martin. Right. <laughs> they might as well have George R. R. Martin at QB. Yeah. Straight up. It's just... Donovan McNabb. 
was a fat, out of shape sack of crap. And I think I even said in the last episode, I was like, or I said it at some point. I was like, why? Why does it? So ESPN, their big investigative branch or TV show is called Outside the Lines. Mm. I'm like, why? When are they going to do like an investigative thing about how bad, badly the NFL screwed the pooch on this? And then today, Outside the Lines released a report that it was all about the Patriots and how bad, how evil they are. But I love it. I love being evil. That's cool. Sign me up, bro. Let the hate flow through you. What's up? I'm dark side all the way. It's so good to be a gangster. (laughs) So I've been told. So I've been told. New England fans justify cheating. What a surprise. Uh, Nobody's justifying anything. Find me proof. Alleged cheating. Right. (laughs) Listen, we are so deep in these other NFL teams' heads. Yeah. We are like we we are literally like in their brain. Listen, it I will is, cheat it is hilarious no matter what. Bad it I will is. cheat anything I do. I'm gonna drop a bomb right now. I'm gonna drop it. You ready? Mm-hmm. What? Remember that five pound going bear? Mm-hmm. I ate a lot of it. Okay. I didn't eat all of it. What? Wait, what's this five pound gummy bear? Give us some context. Whoa! You cheated on the gummy bear challenge, you yes. son of a bitch! Wait, what's what that? What the hell, man? I'm confused. What's so this? so there's a five pound gummy bear, and it's called the five pound gummy bear challenge. And you try to eat it in one sitting. We did this at work, by the we way. He, he he was at work, and he was like, man, fuck that gummy bear. If you can't eat that gummy bear, you're a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that literally. That's not how that like, happened. That's, that's, how, that's, that's not how what that he was. He was saying something to that. That's not how that happened. I saw a 500 gummy bear. Some guy was trying to eat it. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And he threw up, and you he said. He threw up a lot. Oh, but he also look, ate look at him. He's a cupcake eating I was standing there that's with our boy, Randy, friend of the show, and I was like, oh, I think I could do that. Like, just very nonchalantly. And then for some reason, this always happens. People just take my words and just spin them. That's beyond, not how I remember. Beyond belief. You weren't even there! It was not nonchalant when you, when I was there, when you were speaking about it. Yep. You seemed very sure of yourself. I was pretty sure of myself. I wouldn't do something unless I was sure. Eat that damn gummy bear. I cheated like a motherfucker. I cheated so bad. <laughs> I was shoving that shit in my drawer. No one even knew. <laughs> wow. No shit. You son of a bitch. And I'll do it again, too. I'll do it again. <laughs> I'm doing it again in a heartbeat. Wow. I've been saving that bomb for so long for talking about this. Wow. I would cheat all day. And you chose episode 13. Like, I, I feel like I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> like I said, don't make me the banker of Monopoly because I'll steal the shit out of that money. Oh my god. I mean. Yeah. Like, so, 500 Gummy Bear Challenge. Five, you find it on Amazon. You eat the whole Gummy Bear. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I did eat a good portion of it. However, a good portion of it also just went to one of my little drawers when no one was looking. So it'll slide that in there. Um, wow. So I'm a liar and I'm a cheater and you cannot trust me or Cerullo. What's up? Lie, mm. cheat, and steal. And then when no one was looking, I went into the break room and I just threw it away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I, I, I could have, I could have cheated to completion, mm. but I didn't take it that far. I should have done it. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. No, uh, I don't care. Wow. Wait, now, was there a prize involved? Um, there was something. There would have definitely been bragging rights. Right. I believe Randy promised something, yeah. as I remember. But yeah. there, he, he would have definitely... There's a, a online leaderboard and stuff yeah. like that where he would have reigned supreme. Yeah. Okay. I did eat more. I mean, I did eat more, even with the cheating. <laughs> All day. Even with the cheating, oh, I did eat more than the previous gentleman who only ate the head. He had a full day to do this, by the way. Right. He ate a ginormous five. I'm not saying how much bread. I cut off and threw in the trash, but it was a decent amount. 
God, you are the worst. Wow. I can't believe this. How can you not believe this? I can't this? wait for Randy to hear this. <laughs> no, I just can't wait. I'm just glad I don't work with you, Maurice. Yeah, well, I didn't vomit, which is good. And then I had to go to a Pete Bruins game afterwards with family, and I felt really sick. But I did get Wendy's on the way because I needed yeah. something solid that wasn't gummy. You know what we'll do? We can do a redux. We get a five-pound cone bear challenge on this show. Although, I don't know if I can do it within the confines of our hour, hour and a half, two-hour show. You have to keep a close eye on me, though. I, will cheat <laughs> I don't trust you. I will cheat again. What else have you been doing? So what what fo- else have you been lying so about? So, flag football. Flag football, our, our world championship game. <laughs> the te- I think I told you about this. The team, so, you have four downs in football. And the team was like, oh, it's what down is it? What down is it? I'm like, oh, it's third down. It was really second down. I just wasn't answering. It was really second. And then they got two more plays, and they had a turnover on downs. It was really third down. But wow. we got the ball back. And, wow. and on the sideline, John John knew what I was doing. Because he's like, the, 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 like there are people who are like, oh, I thought we had three three down. I'm like, no. And they're like, John's like, oh, no. It's third down. I won't cheat all day. I'll never stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, so I did that. Um, there was something else I did in the football game. I don't remember what it was. John might be able to enlighten us. But... I did cheat another way. Um, I just don't remember what it was. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm like move, move like a first down back or something like that. Cause I was like I was refing. Oh, wow. I gave us thirty extra seconds. That's what I did. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know you anymore. <laughs> oh my god. I thought we played that game clean. We lost that game, by the way. Uh, I don't really consider it a loss because we literally made up overtime rules and we had no ref. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Which is partially yeah. why I. Fudge some things. It was more of a fudging. It was more like, you know, you know, blurring the edges. Oh, loss of down seems pretty significant. <laughs> it was pretty significant. <laughs> it was pretty significant. You know, I'd do it again. I'd do it again. And I will. Wow. I will do it again. But now I think we have a ref this time, so I don't have to worry about it. Hey, if you're going to make a ref four fucking games in a row when I'm only supposed to ref one, mm-hmm. that's what you get. Huh. That doesn't make it right, though. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right with what? That is with why what? I came up like I listen. I did not know all of it. Harrison <laughs> didn't know any of it. To be fair, no, no, no. I just wanted to get his reaction on the show for posterity. I, I am stunned. I am yeah. stunned at these revelations. I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I, even though I did not know all of this, mm-hmm. I knew he was a shady character. I came up with a saying at work that has been propagated as a warning to others and it is never trust a cerulo okay words to live by you never trust a cerulo right because mm. i will lie oh, right. i will cheat right and i will steal exactly mm. Guerrero. uh it, i mean obviously it uh it did extends to the rest of the family john yeah you i mean <laughs> I don't know how much he knew, but he, 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 uh, he, I think, I think he had an idea. <laughs> we have to get his confirmation on that. Good Lord. But we would have to get her confirmation. I'm trying to remember what else I did. I don't think Listen, man. Mm, yeah. Brady's free. Oh, yeah. Well, That's what matters. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, I don't think a, uh, I think, uh, Victor's right now is a letter of resignation right now. <laughs> I don't think a flag football falsified world championship is really going to matter much in the long run. Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it again. Now, if it's a world championship, do you play against other countries? Yeah, there's some Asians there. Yeah, oh, totally. Eris is from the Dominican. Right. We had every country. There's some black dudes. Yeah, yeah. 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 
no changes. Africa. I think we had like three continents, four continents covered. Three or four. I'm sure there was a European in there somewhere. One of the guys is Irish. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. Perfect. Perfect. Fantastic. <laughs> nice work, everyone. Oh, so, God. Uh, that was my story time for the day. Wow. I mean, I did not expect bombshells on today's episode. <laughs> my God. It's a waste. You're, you're a monster. I know. It's a wasteland over here. There's so many bombs, man. So much I devastation. Know. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't think Harrison's going to come to the office tomorrow. Uh, we need we needed to keep a closer eye on you during that damn gummy bear challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. You could have you could have had someone watching over me, locking key, and they wouldn't have seen shit. I'm sure I would have wet my pants. I was like Andy Dufresne. Just so that they read down my pant leg. I had no idea. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So uh, in case anyone wants to do a five gummy bear five pound gummy bear challenge, let me know. <laughs> Hit me up. Hit me up. You will clearly win. Yeah. Because I will cheat. I never remember how many excuses you came up with after you lost that damn gummy bear. I wasn't, I was not, I was not very close. <clears throat> well, okay, so there's three flavors. Mm-hmm. There's cherry. So my, so one guy, the guy that did before me had grape. All grape. I'm like, that's way too much of one flavor. And I knew I was going to cheat from the get-go. Like, it was not even like a question. <laughs> um, it was all grape. I'm like, that's just like tasting like medicine all like the whole time. Mm. And I got through the cherry pretty good. So I beat the head pretty quickly. It wasn't until I got into like the yellow in the fucking green apple that tasted like Bigfoot's dick that I really, really, really started taking a downturn. And a lot of that green apple found its way into the garbage. I'll say that much right now. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I uh, did my best. I got a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good chunk in there. Um, and then you cheated. And then I cheated. <laughs> Un, you know, unmercifully, uh, no remorse. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good. Like I said, you're a monster. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now we've gotten that out of the way. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> so, besides celebrating uh, that our great national nightmare is finally over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the... Civil Brady move, Civil Brady rights movement. Right, right, right. right. Finally oh, right. Hell, right. That's what that is what Martin Luther King Jr. meant when he gave a speech. Right. I had a dream that yeah. Brady would be free. Right. I believe those were his exact words. I believe so. So, Aris, what have you been up to lately, man? <laughs> Besides all that rigmarole. So uh, we're just coming off of a uh, holiday weekend, as you gentlemen uh, may know. Obviously, yep. as usual, it went by way too friggin' quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, nah, man. Had a wonderful weekend, like uh, I said, celebrating Brady the entire time, uh, hanging out with my family and all that good stuff. I actually uh, had some nice relaxing time, spent some time by the pool mm. and all that. Hung out with my daughter. She's hilarious. I love her so much. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew I had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. I haven't had just a weekend to chill in a while. Yeah, I slept in yesterday till like 11. Ooh, a terrible idea because I couldn't fall asleep. Well, I couldn't fall asleep because of my triceps burning like a thousand th- suns mm-hmm. and because I slept in for the first time in like six months, which was a terrible idea. You are a cupcake little bitch? Yes, I am. Okay. I don't know, man. If you felt that pain last night, whew. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the gym. Stop working out, people. Oh. Well, it's not good for you. I will take that advice. Thanks. Good call. <laughs> 
but I did get a chance to see uh, Straight Outta Compton. Mm. That movie is as fantastic as everyone said it was. Carl Bird gave it five stars. He did. He, he, okay. Cool. Great. He was here. I don't know. Oh, all right. I must have tuned out when he gave it five stars. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Victor and uh, Carl uh, did give some thoughts on it. Uh, I agree with what they said. The cast was uh, phenomenal, especially Ice Cube's son. He was really good. And the uh, kid who played Dr. Dre was also very good. They did a nice job of casting good actors, but people that sort of resemble the people that they're playing mm -hmm. as well, which is uh, always a plus when you're doing like a biopic um, movie. Uh, so, uh, obviously it follows uh, the, the creation of NWA and whatnot and some things that I did not um, know. For example, Eazy-E was never a damn rapper. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. What was I, it? I knew he was like, he was a drug dealer. He was a drug dealer. That's all he was. He never, oh. like, Dr. Dre wrote, all, not Dr. I'm sorry, Ice Cube wrote all their rhymes. Like, I knew NWA was a group. I knew that friggin' Easy E was like the bankroller. He put up all the money. I did not know that he had never rapped, like, before oh. NWA got started. I had no clue. So when that happened, I, like, paused the movie and I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> I paused it in my mind. Okay, the movie kept going. Yeah. I just paused it. I'm like, what? I didn't know you have, like, timer, time powers like that, Harris. That's news. Right. You can pause movies at will. This is, this right, is right. impressive. Wow. I was like, wait. The fuck, Easy, you goddamn poser? Mm. So he had never rapped before, but he was, he was a legit drug dealer in the streets and all that stuff. Um, I don't know cool. NWA. At all, you would not. The only you are NWA, you are extremely white. The only NWA I know is the uh, National Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, still going strong. You are. Yep. I am the minority on this podcast. You are so. Plus, white. with the addition of Carl Bird, I'm even more the minority on True this that. podcast. True that. I see the Facebook picture. Sheesh. Just <laughs> crop me out of there. <laughs> jerk. So you are so white. You are almost see through. I get it. It's clear. That's fine. Like Larry Bird. So <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, I knew. I know the you know foundation of NWA. I did not. I did not know that either. That yeah. So I, I mean, I'm no NWA historian, mm -hmm. so I didn't know a lot of these things either. Um, like the fact that Cube friggin' wrote all their rhymes. I didn't know that. I mean, I know that Dr. Dre was a producer and stuff, and he didn't really, he wasn't really like a rapper. I knew that he wasn't a rapper. Yeah. Um, I just figured that he wrote stuff. I, I, did, I figured he couldn't, you know, rhyme straight off the dome or nothing, but if you <laughs> give him some time and a notepad, but no, no. I, NWA was Ice Cube, like legit. Oh, well, MC, MC Ren was also a rapper. Yep. So that's cool. That was fine. They had tumultuous lives. Ice Cube is the man, as I always knew. I love old school Ice Cube. He is the shit. And he was yeah. a lynch mob and all that. Like, that, man, he was one of the best rappers out in the 90s. He don't get enough credit, especially after he started doing kids' movies and stuff. People don't, don't, don't understand. Ice Cube was political. Ice Cube yep. was legit. Ice Cube was raw as a motherfucker. Yeah, man. Like his like his first album is America's Most Wanted. America spelled K K K. Whoa! Yeah. And that album Christ is Daddy fire. Daycare. <laughs> that album is fire, though. I listen to a bird in the hand, bro. That that, that track is dope. Mm. Dope. Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> so it also chronicles like they're falling out and everything, which is pretty cool. Obviously, like they fell out and N.W.A. A went. Crazy. Crazy and friggin' dissed Ice Cube. Like, I wouldn't diss the guy who wrote all my rhymes. 
Guess what? I know I'm not as good as that guy. Did they bring in like you other wrote members? all my stuff? Did they bring in other members? No. Just, oh, okay. No, they just kept going oh, without Ice Cube, three. far gotcha. as I know, right? Gotcha. Yeah. They didn't depict anybody else joining. Mm-hmm. Just MC Ren <laughs> became the dude who wrote everyone's rhymes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> MC Ren doesn't get enough credit. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but he's he's kind of the guy that like became nobody after that. One. Yeah. Like Ice Cube went on to have a media empire. Mm-hmm. With his own production company, who co-produced Straight Outta Compton, actually, yep. uh, Dr. Dre. We know what he went on to become: Aftermath, Death Row, and then he got richer than you can imagine with beats. And he found Eminem, right? Or discovered. He yeah. did discover. Well, he did not discover him. He helped. He him. gave him a chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. He listened to his demo tape and said, "Hmm, I like that. I'll oh. sign you. Cool." That's basically how that went. He, he had been on mixtapes and stuff before that. Gotcha. Dre was just the one sign him. And uh, MC Ren, he just disappeared. I don't know. <laughs> he was like the one dude who stuck by Easy e to his detriment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was another member, too, who disappeared, DJ Yella. Is that like the, the, the yeah. light-skinned guy in the movie? Yeah, the light-skinned guy. Oh, yeah. He like said unfortunate things at the wrong times. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like when freaking Ice Cube destroyed them. Like there's a scene where I like they're listening to Ice Cube's response diss track, uh No Vaseline. No Vaseline. Yep. That is like one of the best diss tracks put out by a rapper ever. He yeah. eviscerates NWA on that track. And there's just in this scene where they're with Jerry Heller, who was the uh the, the manager. He's the white guy that basically stole all of their money. Oh. Sweet. That guy. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, they're all they're all like super serious. They're just like, God damn it, Ice Cube is destroying us right now. And then like they they like hit stop on the song and they're like, This is bullshit, we gotta do something. And that DJ Ella dude's like, That was actually pretty funny. <laughs> but he just looks at him like, What the hell, guy? We just got destroyed. So that movie's excellent. I don't want to spoil the entire movie or anything, but it's it's really great. If you have a chance to go catch that, uh, please go to your local cinema. It's still going really strong. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're gonna make a sequel. Uh, they show some good Suge Knight stuff in there, which I did not expect. Yeah. And uh, that one part that Carl mentioned, where uh, Tupac appears in the movie. Yup. Yes. That dude is like straight up Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn it, Tupac. You're supposed to be hiding. You're not supposed to just be yeah, showing right. that you're not dead in public. Tupac, Tupac lives. It was the first conspiracy I ever believed in. <laughs> yeah. I still believe it to this day. Listen, if you watch this movie, it will do nothing to dissuade your belief. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds some like Michael Douglas CG Ant-Man right? shit. Yeah. It, was, it was like legit. Yeah, I'm still not over that. Legit. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, fantastic film. I definitely uh, give it, I'd give it like four out of five stars. Nice. Yeah. Really good. I'm glad you liked really it. good. I thought that they it was in some parts it was sort of fluffy. Like I, I didn't feel like it was um, it depicted too much of their poverty. I think it because and, it was... and their lives growing up and stuff like that, which I thought would have been pretty cool. All... <clears throat> now I know they're not all here today, but are they all like cool to, the, to like today, or do they still hate each other? No, yeah, Cuban Dre are cool. I don't know. I guess MC Ren's just mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MC Ren. He had some choice words about the movie, so that the. He actually, uh, disapp- oh, he? yeah, he disapproved it. Really? Yeah. What did he say? Said that the movie didn't highlight him enough. Of course. <laughs> well, that that literally happened from the inception of NWA. It's true to life, MC Ren. He did not highlight himself enough. <laughs> 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 
true. He he is definitely like the unsung member of mm-hmm. NWA. But that that's that's his freaking gripe with the movie. Yeah. It did not highlight him enough. Yep. Like are are you are you serious right now? Yeah, pretty much. That was his gripe. It's like like the movie wasn't act wasn't true to life and that it kind of minimized his presence in the group. You minimized your presence <laughs> in the group. Where were you ever? Hey. No, I'll write him an email, ask him. <laughs> Under friggin' Easy E's thumb? Like, was that his thing? But whatever. It, 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 okay, so I feel like it depicted the group in a way where Easy E was kind of the only one that had real flaws as a character. <laughs> and that sort of bothers me because he's the only one not here to defend himself. Yeah. Like, Ice Cube was awesome the entire movie. Dr. Dre, never wrong. That guy did everything right. That's true, and it does, and it, and you know the fact that both Cube and Dre were directly involved in the production of the uh-huh. movie. Definitely, it, definitely, a lot of stuff was was glossed over. I, I mentioned this before, like for example, with Dr. Dre and his whole uh, domestic dispute, violence dispute with uh, D. Barnes, mm-hmm. this uh, female journalist who he slammed through a door. Yep. And then Dr. Dre, when he was interviewed about it at the time, he was really flippant about it. He said that, yeah, I don't know what people are reacting about. I just, I just threw her through a door. <laughs> yep. Apparently, Dr. Dre is a uh, reputed um, domestic violence... Uh, uh, I, I don't know. He, oh, he's, per, he's, he's offender. There you go. That's a good word. Well, he, well, I was he, lost in words. But, but, but wow. Well he, apolo- my not working. well, he apologized for, you know, all that. You know, he was a different man back then. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. That's why I mean, his headphone they, lines <laughs> seems beat, so there's that. <laughs> like, they depict a relationship with him and this uh, fine-looking young woman mm-hmm. very briefly for no reason. She added nothing to the show. Like, I feel yeah. like it was to kind of, I don't know, what, humanize Dr. Dre more? Like, at one point she's like, Andre, your life is so dangerous and my son's my whole life. And he's like, ah. And then, like, they show him leave that life later in the movie. So I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. let, Dr. Dre is a perfect human being. Thanks, straight out of Compton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and plus, you know, the fact that F. Gary Gray, who directed it, who did a great job, he you, did. Know, you know, he also directed Ice Cube in Friday, so you know, so you know that they're so not going to... I, I, you need to confirm that, like, I could easily have gone to IMDb before this, but yes. this, it just occurred to me. So, there was one part in the movie where Ice Cube is sitting at a old school, like, late 90s laptop, mm-hmm. and he's reading Friday. Or was that writing Friday? He was what? writing it. He's the, he, he wrote the script for Friday? Yeah, he did. Holy crap, I didn't know that. What a man of many talents. Man, good on you, Ice Cube. That's awesome. Yeah. I had no I, I should have gone on IMDb and confirmed <laughs> that. That's awesome. Because yeah. he's like, oh, man, yeah, Friday, this is coming along real nice. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> really? Huh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, that was, that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's a classic. Absolutely. But, yeah, like, uh, I, th- yeah, a lot of things you didn't know, but, you know, I have my problems with the movie, mm. as I've just mentioned. So not every movie is perfect. That's why I'd give it a four out of five. Great movie. I understand there's not enough time to depict everything, but it could have been more realistic a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if I was doing an autobiography about myself, I know I'd fluff the fuck out of myself. <laughs> when I was doing the chapter about eating that five-pound gummy bear, I would not mention what cheating pieces off into the little trash. <laughs> 
I was just, you know. You would not mention the blatant, blatant cheating? It was very blank, so you know about it. No, nah, you you probably present it as if you've actually completed the challenge. <laughs> that's, a good <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. I, th- I, I, think, it, I think you are mistaking blatant with obvious. Oh, yeah, Two different call. things. And then Aris would be crying in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could eat all that going there. Yeah. Good movie. Well, that's what you do when, you, uh, when you're the one with the point of view. Right. Like Dr. Dre and Ice Cube were. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it sounds like MC Ren had nothing to do with this movie. No, he didn't. Oh, that's sad. Why? Why? Like, uh, Fuck so it. Are they? <laughs> that's, that's why. <laughs> sure. That's as good a reason as any. But yeah. I figured they'd have to get his permission to use his likeness in the movie, pay him a bit. There's a character, uh, they're depicting his life. I don't know how that legal mumbo jumbo works. Uh, because like all this like Steve, there's like ten Steve Job movies out right now, like that's true. Do they all have to get permission? All no, I don't think so. I don't think Steve Jobs or Apple would ever give permission to Ashton Kutcher. Right, <laughs> and also is it based off a book by any chance? Uh, the Ashton Kutcher one was. No, I mean the the NWA movie. I, no, it wasn't. Okay, so I wonder if that might have anything to do with it. I don't know. No. Maybe she should have. If he was, he should have been better at life, and then he would have had more to do with it. True, he never did go solo. Right? Dude, MC Ryan never had solo. He's like the it. Joey Fatone. He did, but they were wow. like really low-key releases. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I just learned something new again. Yeah. That he had solo? Yeah. He is a Joey Fatone. No, 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 <laughs> not Joey Fatone. What was the other one's name? That wasn't, that wasn't oh, Justin man. Timberlake? I don't know. I have no idea. I thought you guys would know. I thought you'd help me out. Oh, JC. JC Chazes? Oh, that guy. Yeah, he like had like one solo and it did really badly. Jay-Z like, Chassez had a solo album? I believe so. <laughs> I think that's his name. Oh, no, that is his name. Oh, okay. I remember seeing him in some kind of freak show being a judge for something. I don't know. Yeah, remember. well, it didn't do very well. So he is the MC Ren of NSYNC. And MC Ren is the Jay-Z Chassez of NWA. <laughs> okay. that's, I'm sticking to it. Alright, we'll, we'll go with that, that. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and back so that play. I'm when, backing that play. Right, so when Justin, Timberlake, call. when Justin Timberlake becomes like a producer of his own movie. Ice Cube is a Justin Timberlake of NWA. Yeah, absolutely. All day. <laughs> All day. Justin Timberlake's already doing movies. Oh, did not... Uh, I would watch a movie documenting Ice Cube's just journey to New York. Like, when he joins up with Public Enemy and the lynch mob and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know more about that. And then they just cut back to, I understand, straight out of Compton. I I understand what the movie's about. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, I don't want to know about Public Enemy and lynch mob. Where the hell's Flavor Flav? Oh, God. Can you imagine a (laughs) Flavor Flav movie? Dude, if you got a chance to see an interaction between Ice Cube and Flavor Flav, you would watch that. Yes, I would. Okay. (laughs) I would. I did watch a lot of Surreal Life when it first came out. It was weird. It was a weird wow. time. It was the only reality show I ever watched. I don't know why. Uh, weird. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe they'll do it in the sequel. I don't know. Do you know in order to see Straight Outta Compton, if you lived in Compton, you'd actually have to leave Compton to watch Straight Outta Compton? Oh. So, movie theaters. Wow. Hmm. That's sad. Yeah. You should put a movie theater in Compton. Yeah, get on that, uh, what's his name? Paul Pierce. Because you know he's from Englewood. I don't know. What? I give up. <laughs> <laughs> or Ice Cube should work on that. I don't know. Put it in a freaking movie theater so people can watch your movie, bro. Or, you know, he probably like paid like people to watch. I wouldn't be surprised. He seems like that kind of guy. Who? Ice Cube. Yeah, that movie's making gobs of money. Ice Cube yeah. doesn't need to pay anyone. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, underprivileged people that can't afford to go, oh, see, go oh. spend $30 to watch I could totally movie. see Ice Cube doing that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was, he was 
hopefully still is a very socially conscious individual. Hmm. He's always out there protesting on the mic. Did he write a diss track for Roger Goodell? He should. He absolutely should. He's oh, a Raiders fan, though, so he won't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet at him. They love the Raiders. Makes sense. Snoop Dogg was in it briefly. That was that was okay. Was it Snoop Dogg or something that looked like Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Some, some, guy who, some guy who looked nothing like Snoop yeah, Dogg. Yeah, actually, that was like <laughs> the one character that they, <laughs> they looked nothing like the dude he's playing. Sounded nothing like him, too. Mm-hmm. It was like, that was an interesting choice. Yeah. Should have casted his uh, quitter of a son after he quit that football team. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> UCLA, that's right. They hyped him up. Did you Did you know they gave that kid his own ESPN show when he was? it was uh, him, like, training mm. and, like, going to high school and playing high school football? And he was, like, a highly recruited high school athlete. Mm. At, he was a receiver. Mm-hmm. And, like, Snoop Dogg moved his whole family uh, to an area so he could attend this high school which is like a college uh, football factory like it's it's a huge high school football uh you know powerhouse in california just so he could get more attention yep and then he quit the team in his first season before the season even started that is a definition of a cupcakey <laughs> little bitch not the high school like, he got through high school like oh. they they well, documented it and on yeah. espn uh-huh. he was highly recruited there were all these I college, top that. colleges like recruiting yep. him yep. to go there he chooses UCLA. It was like a big deal. Oh, Brodus, you know, whatever, Calvin Brodus Jr., whatever the hell his name is, um, chose UCLA, blah, 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 and he quit. Huh. Got him. I knew it, though. I called it. I didn't mention it on the show, but I just want to say I called it. I watched that ESPN show. When did it air? Uh, I, I caught it, like, late night one night, and they were, like, doing a marathon. Did you, like, just quit? Saw a couple of when did he quit? It was a couple weeks ago. Oh! It was oh. before the college. Like, it was this year, before the, the college season started. The only Snoop Dogg family member I care about is former NXT women's champion Sasha Banks, who is his niece. Oh, cool. Cousin. Yeah. Cousin niece. I think we've been over this on the show, actually. Probably. Yeah. But, yeah, on that show, he was a legit little bitch. Like, I knew that kid could <laughs> did not have what it took to be a real football player. Like, he did not have that hunger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he grew up privileged, mm-hmm. and if I'm rich, I don't know if I want to go out there and get my ass, you know, tackled multiple yeah. times a day, every single day. I don't, I don't blame the kid, but why go through with it? It was like the entire show, Snoop Dogg kept on, like, massaging his ego and going, hey, boy, you can totally do this. You can be a football fan because freaking Snoop Dogg is a huge football fan. He's going to build his He's empire. He's a huge football fan. He was not happy about the Tom Brady ruling. He was not because we're going to... Beat the fuck he's out of the Steelers, Steelers fan, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a big bandwagon jumper. I don't know. I've I've seen him repping multiple teams over the years. I knew I never liked Snoop Dogg, <laughs> except he did go and raw that one time. That was pretty cool. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds alright. <laughs> <laughs> it was alright. I like Snoop Dogg. He's funny. Cool. His son is a fun. big quitter, though. I don't. I don't funny enough. Funnily, funnily enough, mm-hmm. he did a large segment with a uh, friend of the show, Hulk Hogan. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. I wonder, how that, uh, hated that. wonder how that. Wonder how that. Wonder how that phone call went afterwards. Oh boy. Ooh, I'm really in depth. I'm straight out of Compton. Yeah. Mm. All right. Cool. Cool. Nice. I mean, that's fine. Victor, uh, what, have you been, what have you seen? What do you watch? What are you doing? What are you? Who are you? Uh, let's see. What have I been up to? Well, um, been. Been kind of busy. Uh, the semester just started last week. Aw, yeah. So, um, you know. Did uh, you tell them that you are part of the Coders Front podcast? 
you do like a slideshow on like one of those projector thingies, and then you're just going through, and then you're like, oh, how did that get there? Codex Primal? Don't go, don't look at that. That's my own personal thing. You know, I thought, I actually, yeah. I actually thought about mentioning the podcast, but then I thought, eh, that's kind of self-serving. I don't like to self-serve the fuck out of yourself, bro. That's what I would do. Shit. I mean, hey, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of what we do, but yeah. it's, it's, it feels a little tacky. So I'll mention. Oh hell yeah, it. it's tacky as fuck. I'll, I'll, I'll mention. I'll mention it towards the end of the semester. But yeah, that's what. Carrying like a box of cards. And oh my goodness, they just went everywhere. Oh, oh guys, just keep the ones you pick up. Okay? <laughs> what are pockets. these real printed CDs with episodes of this podcast? <laughs> oh, Who burned oh, these? My, my mixtape is hot fire. Oh, I can't hold on to it. Yeah, fuck, I do that all yeah. day. But but yeah, I've been been kind of been kind of busy with that. So it's been it's been it's been pretty cool so far. Um, I'm also teaching for the first time ever. I'm teaching a film class. Oh snap! They let you do it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Shit. Yep. Nice, Vic. So, intro to film. That's big news. Yeah, so that's actually pretty fun. It's once that's a week. Sweet. Yeah. That's yeah, once cool. a week at the Lincoln campus. So, you know, try to make it as interesting as possible. Have some fun. I have, to, I have some ideas for movies I'll show in future classes. What are you introing them to? Uh, well, last week we watched uh, A Trip to the Moon and City Lights by Charlie Chaplin. Oh. Yeah, you, you don't know Sounds anything about fantastic. that. I've seen a Charlie Chaplin movie or two. Mm. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah they're really good. They're timeless. Mm. Oh, right. um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm doing that. Um, I've been I've been getting back into video games uh, as of late. Um, back into you left? I, well, not, not that it's not that I left. I just uh, I, with graphic novels and all this, I have I had, my mind was occupied with other stuff. But right. I've been getting back into a lot of uh, PS3 games. A lot of ones that I ignored. Mm-hmm. Oh, last generation. Yeah. Gross. A lot of st- had that episode. Really good. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff that I ignored. I'm I'm good. I'm getting back to, mm-hmm. and I bought a slew of games on the cheap, like really cheap at GameStop. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine or less. Whoa! Yeah. Nice. So a uh, cu- couple of them were like fifteen, but but I but two of them that I am oh, playing. You're really splurging there, Vic. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. Like most. Yeah, yeah, like a really, really cheap splurge. But uh, <laughs> but a uh, few of the games I bought, uh, one was one that I actually ignored, but I'm really having a lot of fun with it, is uh, Bayonetta. It's a quality game. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a game. Um, it's, a, it's, it's pretty bad. It's like a more batshit bizarre version of Devil May Cry, gameplay-wise, with a female protagonist. I agree with that. And uh, yeah, I'm having lots of fun with that. Um, I wish Bayonetta 2, 2 was available, not just on the Wii That's U. That's Wii U, right? Yeah, but that yeah. fucking hot fire Super uh, no, uh, Mario Maker is coming out. I kind of really want that. Yeah, I want I mean, it really badly. Kinda. I mean, the, the, we we use just a glorified paperweight, but but Super Mario Maker we yeah, no one cares. Oh, so yeah, okay. so playing Bayonetta. Um, also starting to get back into Dragon's Crown, which is a really familiar. It's a really cool game by Vanillaware, the same makers of Odin Sphere for the mm-hmm. PS2. Really, Dragon's Crown is good stuff, man. Yeah. Wait, didn't we play that a while back where we like tried to do some co-op stuff? I don't think we... Don't, yeah, we, we didn't do co-op. We, I think we tried once, but for some reason we couldn't get that working. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Dragon's Crown is a really good uh, old... Kind of like an old school hack and slash uh, gameplay. Um, 2D, 2D, gorgeous graphics, art mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. Um, art style is a little controversial because some of the characters are kind of sexualized, but that's, that's what's up. But that's what's awesome about it. Yeah, yeah all yeah. the female character has had characters have tiggle bitties. Oh yeah, tiggle bitties for days and weeks yeah, and months. It's like it is. It, it's 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 like super obvious. 
Oh yeah, they they got they got a That's lot of shit point. for it. Oh yeah, they they got a lot of shit. Like, for it's it. like hyper sexualized. Like it's like tickle bitties and badonka. Like worse than Barbie proportions. Yeah, it's it's extremely exaggerated proportions, and not just the female characters, but the guys as well. Like the dwarf, for example, is just like a one big block of muscle. Mm-hmm. That's nice. all he is. That's how I like him. And <laughs> <laughs> like your dude's one big block of muscle? No, my dwarfs. Oh, okay. Well, we'll let that be what it is. <laughs> so yeah, Dragon's Crown, awesome game. If you're into like, that two D uh, uh, mm-hmm. hack and slash with RPG uh, elements, definitely pick that up. I'm also playing uh, the Darkness one and two. It's a really cool first-person shooters. Yeah, good. Um, also playing, uh, well, I haven't played it yet, but I bought Beyond Two Souls, mm-hmm. the same makers of uh, Heavy Rain, which I hear some. I heard some mixed things about it, but it looks looks interesting enough. So I picked that up. I also picked up a uh, repurchased La Noire for five oh. bucks. <laughs> I never liked that game. Eh, you know, you know, I, I won't argue with that. I mean, the game is a, it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. It's boring. I, I found it boring and plotting. I don't, you know, it's it's a it's a game that you know if, if it's it's definitely the opposite of Twitch gaming. If you're in if you're into like Twitch like running gun, then the game oh, yeah. Eleanor is definitely not for you. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it on that level. Mm-hmm. But if you're into something something definitely different from the norm, then pick that up. If you're into like '40s noir de- detective stories, it's a great game. It's like if you take GTA and then take out all the fun parts. Nah, I wouldn't. Nah, that's 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 minimizing to a severe degree. <laughs> I just no, agree. I am. I definitely am, but. But yeah, it's, it's, he's right. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, but I, I recommend it if you're into something different. Um, I also picked up uh, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. Oh, well, yeah. that's yeah, that's old. Yeah. Yeah, that game was like eight bucks at GameStop. That's so I'm cool. like, why not? You swing. Yeah, that's a really good game. Yeah, so I picked that up, and I also picked up uh, South Park: Stick of Truth. Yeah, yeah. South Park. Nice. Now, now, granted, I haven't. I'm not a huge South Park fan. I haven't really watched many of the episodes. I've watched a few here and there. All of which I liked, mm-hmm. and um, I hear I hear that this game is just total hilarity through and through, and it's a great RPG to boot. So I just picked it up out of curiosity. I played a little bit of it, and I'm like, man, I want to play some more. I'm definitely gonna finish that game nice. at some point, and I'm yeah. and I'm also looking forward to their sequel, which is coming out for the PS4, called The Fractured But Whole. <laughs> Try saying that saying that all at once, right, right. but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, those are the games I, I picked up uh, right now. Like I said, I'm finishing up Bayonetta and Dragon's Crown, so definitely getting into getting to the stuff I missed from the from the previous generation. Yeah. And uh, as far as other games go, um, I'm kind of on the fence of whether or not I should pick up Metal Gear Solid Five. Whoa. Phantom Pain. Whoa. You got to complete the story, Vic. Whoa. Here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Here's why I'm on the fence about it. The storyline was already complete with Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true that. The story was all wrapped up in a neat little bow. All the loose ends were wrapped up. Like, no ambiguity. Boom. All the questions were answered. Metal Gear Solid 5, it looks, it looks gorgeous. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of great things about it. But it's, a, it's another prequel. It's, yeah. another, it's another bridge gap to the first Metal Gear with Solid Snake. And it's like, Big Boss's story has already been told. Yeah. It's a prequel. I don't care. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, if I pick, if I pick up Metal Gear Solid Five, it's like I'm picking it up, picking it up out of a sense of obligation. Like, oh, another Metal Gear game. I got I to gotta complete it. And mind you, I... I the, That's like good luck, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and mind you, the last, game I, the last Metal Gear Solid game I picked up was uh, from the HD collection was uh, Peace Walker. Mm. I hate Peace Walker. <laughs> Peace Walker sucks. Whoa. I don't like that game at all. The, Peace Walker was fucking wank. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I I don't I, I mean I, I liked I mean I appreciated that I appreciated that uh, Konami tried something different with the Metal Gear Solid formula, mm-hmm. but it just didn't work for me. 
I didn't, I didn't care about the whole resource management, picking up soldiers and building mother base. I don't care about any of that shit. Yeah, like that, the thing is, that was a PSP game originally. Yeah. And those tended to be different from the mainline Metal Gear games. Yeah. My problem with Metal Gear 5 is that they basically brought out all that bullshit over yeah. into a real-ass Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me because, um, yeah, I never cared for that. I don't care mm-hmm. for Peace Walker either. I'm not going to lie. I bought the HD collection and I was disappointed um, that I did not like that game either. Mm-hmm. And from all the reviews that I've seen of Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. the thing that they do in that game, uh, they, they really focused on the gameplay, which is fantastic. I, I, I thought Metal Gear gameplay was fine before, mm-hmm. but apparently they like polished the hell out of the gameplay but they sacrificed the story, which I'm like, mm. wait, Metal Gear is the story. Yeah. Like, that's why I play Metal Gear. And if you're telling me that this is a ridiculously long 30-plus hour game and there's sparse story in it, that's not Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I don't care for that. I am... I'm going to buy it because, uh, I don't know when, probably no time soon, but that sense of uh, obligation to buy it Mm -hmm. is strong in me, and I need to do it. (laughs) I will do it. If I can hold out until it drops to 20 bucks, great. I don't know that I'll be able to do it, but I'll try. Hey, there's always Black Friday. I don't know what Hideo Kojima is doing, man. Like, why why, why, why would you do that? Well, he's gone from there anyway now. Why would you get yeah. rid of uh, David Hayter? That's not cool. Yeah. That's not cool at all, man. I like Kiefer Sutherland as much as the next guy, but that's not Snake. Yeah, it's Jack Bauer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get rid of, like, the main voice guy? Yes. Yeah. For Big Boss. Yeah, I never played any Metal Gear games. He's the old Snake. He's like the original Snake, the one that you fight in Metal Gear One. Oh, a Snake like a code name. And then Solid Snake is the Snake from oh, Metal Gear Solid. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, his gotcha. clone. So Metal Gear is the Nintendo game, Super Nintendo games. Uh, Nintendo, Nintendo uh, NES. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, NES had its hands on a lot of good series. Now it's slipped through their fingers. Yes, idiots. Very much so. So, yeah, I am. I can't speak to the game itself since I never played it, but I'm also disappointed in what I've heard about it. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at, uh, games-wise. Mm-hmm. A friend of the show, Freddy's playing that game, and he seems very happy about it. I'll ask him about it. Hmm. See what it is. Or maybe he'll let tell me him to write into the show. Huh. Have you played Batman at all? Yeah. Him? Oh, yeah. No, you, you idiot. Oh no, <laughs> but you know what I did play. Uh, yeah. I played quite a bit of the order. Uh, actually, mm. uh, I did get to uh, chill out and play a bunch of that. Um, funny enough, my wife really got into that game. Wow. <laughs> she was watching me play it. <laughs> and she really got into it. She's like, that that game is better than a TV show. Mm. I'm like, wow. I mean, I don't think the story is, you know, anything. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Miseris. But it's actually, it's a, it's, it's really good. Like I haven't reached any sections like that maddening one that I reached mm-hmm. uh, when I talked about the game the first time. But also, nothing's changed about the game, <laughs> where the game is uh, still gorgeous. Like there are sections of that game where I'm just sitting there, like I don't even move the controller. I'm just like, holy crap. That looks amazing. There's this one section where uh, the team, the order, boards a blimp. And uh, they basically come in. They get dropped off from another blimp onto this blimp. And they're rappelling down this blimp while it's in midair flying. Blimp. Right. Blimpity blimp blimp. So... (laughs) 
they're rappelling down this blimp, and as your character like steps down the blimp, <laughs> you can see like the feet as you step make indentations in like the cloth. Cool. And like it's flapping in the wind and stuff. Oh yeah. Wow. I got to do something really cool this weekend. I experienced virtual reality for the first time. Whoa, what? Yeah. None of the really like cool things. You never mentioned this. No, I know. I just remembered right now as you were talking about that. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't even know what it was, but my brother brought it because we had like a family gathering this weekend for the holiday and it was a iPhone. Well, actually it was like a, it was a virtual reality like mask and then you have an iPhone app that you put on the phone and then you connect it up to the goggles mm-hmm. and then you're just in virtual reality and you're just like it's di- it was dinosaurs Whoa. and like wow yeah you're, you're like you're on rails and you're like you see dinosaurs like running past you and stuff and you can hear the, the noise from the phone and it's and then my brother was like because i'm just looking straight and he's like oh turn around i'm like huh so i turn and there's a huge fucking t-rex like standing <laughs> behind me and i was like shit fucking t-rex and then he didn't he put me on a roller coaster which is pretty cool. I sat down because I like, you know, I've seen those videos, people like getting all fucked up and like having to like, get, so I just sat down. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool. It was just like a, it was like a, it was like a $20, I'll have to look up the what it was, but it was, oh my God. If that was like the lowest of the low for virtual reality, I can only imagine what they're going to be able to do. You could like tour the world with that stuff. It was like super, you know, it was like. It wasn't real. It wasn't real dinosaurs. <laughs> but it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Well, the PS4, nice. you have one of those. Yes. They're releasing their own virtual I know. reality headsets. It's Morpheus, thing. right? Yeah. 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 I'm going to get so, the shit out of that. That, we'll that convinced that. me. We'll check it out here. Yeah, we will. Because I wasn't planning to buy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll pitch in. Uh, if, if all of our listeners want to you know, throw us some dough. We'll, oh, uh, well, we'll try it. Yeah. And all our listeners pay for our trip to E3. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how it goes. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe. Oh yeah, you also mentioned uh, Batman earlier. Yep. Um, I'm also reading another fine Batman graphic novel mm-hmm. uh, from the New 52 edition version of Batman called uh, Volume 1, The Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. It's also a, it's a two-part volume. The, the second one is uh, Night of Owls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, City of Owls, I'm sorry. And this one is really cool. Uh, uh, stars, uh, it's about Batman who has to contend with uh, the Court of Owls. They're this secret society society that's been running Gotham for like over a hundred years and what's really cool about it is that uh is that um even though it's even though the new 52 version has you know modified the uh the characters and their origins for batman it's a it's a case of if it ain't broke don't fix it mm-hmm. so he's largely unchanged he's he looks maybe looks a little younger mm-hmm. and i think his son is involved somehow damian wayne i believe oh yeah but um he's damian wayne's robin and uh tim drake's the red robin and dick grayson is nightwing Sweet. I think I read a few of the first ones yeah. of that when you it first came also, out. Yeah. Uh, you can also catch that. Um, they put out a movie, Batman versus Robin, oh, and no. it's that storyline. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, so you, Netflix, you don't anyway. have to read it. I, guess, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, re- uh, I recommend reading it, too. Watch yeah, it. It's a, it's a, Watch it, it and sure then maybe not read it. Hmm. But it's basically that. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I don't know if it's on Netflix or not. Oh. I know it's on demand. I thought I saw it on Netflix. Netflix. Maybe I was imagining things. But yeah, it's good. I think there's a sequel to that movie, too. No, there isn't. There's going to be one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, though. That's cool. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I see you got another interesting book there. Yes. I have the beginning of the journey of the Star Wars The Force Awakens, Episode 7. 
which how many days away are we, Vic? 100 <laughs> days away, my friend. 100 days until Friday, December 18th. Yep. So yes. Victor gets so hyped about all of our the listeners. Return of Hayden Christensen. No, I'm sure look at him in there like a force ghost or something. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that. Shut your whore mouth, Maurice. All of our listeners know how I feel about the expanding universe being literally wiped away and wiped out of my brain's existence because Disney said so. Yep. Wiped away like your tears. Right. Those. I mean, I saved those tears. I actually put them in a bucket and I'm holding on to them. And I'm gonna drink them. If Star Wars is good. Because mm. it'll be okay. Okay. But this is actually the first uh, story. I mean, I think it's a mobile game, which actually is Daniel Erickson. Uh, it's called Star Wars Uprising. He was the same director for uh, The Old Republic, mm-hmm. which is also not canon. I played a lot of that. And uh, I guess that set takes place after um, Return of the Jedi. But it takes place in a quadrant that gets locked down from the Empire, so you'd have like no communication out. But this is the first uh, story, officially first novel that takes place, or any really writing that takes place after Return of the Jedi. Um, and they talk about uh, what happens after the Death Star explodes. Doesn't have any of the big yeah, good point. Doesn't have any of the big uh, characters that you would expect. Although Captain Wedge Antilles, who is a very prominent member of the uh, on the original trilogy, where he yep. was at both battles of the Death Star and on Hoth, yep. and he killed it. I think he may have shot the. One of the killing blows in the Death Star. The he did. second one, yeah, he did, yeah. Um, he's the man. He's actually in that. And there's a lot of new characters. Um, and they talk about, you know, it's a, you know, it's, it's all in the story, but the Empire is having like a uh, meeting on an isolated planet and they're trying to, it's like a blockade and there's a few rebels that just happen to be there. And they actually mention the New Republic, which is interesting because that was one of the biggest parts of the, of the expanded universe where after the Empire is destroyed the new republic is formed as opposed to the old republic so they took that from the expanding universe that name um but there's a lot of planet names in here i'm not recognizing that it's kind of annoying me because i know they said they're going to pick and choose certain things out of the expanding universe that's really good um so we'll have to wait and see but so far so good and it's actually a trilogy i did not realize that it is the first of a trilogy and i guess it's gonna be a whole line of things called you know it, it literally tagged this journey to the force awakens That'll lead you right to that. So I know there's a. So wait, are the other books coming out before the fourth? Oh, yeah, I do not know. That makes enough sense. I don't know. Coming out in December. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I don't have to look into this more after I finish it because I don't want to get spoiled or anything. Um, oh, so one of the comics is called Shattered Empire, and it's the that's another journey, journey to Force Awakens. I, I just pre-ordered the graphic, the novel, graphic novel when it comes out in November. I'll read that, and then I know ba- uh, Battlefront, which I also pre-ordered. If you have, if you did pre-order it, you get a battle of. Jakku. Jakku, yeah, which is another like sand planet where the Force Awakens takes place on that. So I'm going to get as much information as I can. I just decided, I said, you know what? Whatever. It is what it is. I'm not just going to sit here and cry about it. I mean, I will cry for a little bit about it. man. Right. Like, uh, who am I to stand up to Disney? I'm just one man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So if Tom Brady had that <laughs> attitude. Right? I know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. You know, for, for, for up to Tom Brady, fucking Anakin Skywalker would have been ripped out of the story altogether. So, um, so it's it's good it's so it's good so far. Um, I, I can't help but see because my my main thing is the old republic. I don't really care about the late the post stuff if they replace that because I didn't really read too much of that. But they mention a few things like oh, because some of that stuff is so good. And some of that stuff is so good. Some of those old comic books. Um, and they mention like oh in the old times this. And they mention that a little bit uh, about like a old 
meteorite that Jedi's destroyed. I'm like, I don't remember that. Get out of here, losers. I feel like they're just, I feel, and I can, you can like tell little things where they're setting up other stuff. You can just tell they're doing it. They're sprinkling it in there. And I'm not a big fan of books or any story, which is why I didn't really like Amazing Spider-Man 2 or The New Terminator, where you have to like, you you know you're doing other stuff while you're writing that story and you have to sprinkle it in there. Like, oh, yeah. don't worry, this isn't it. There's going to be more. Mm-hmm. But you're going to come back for that. Ah, I'm not a big fan of that. I understand where, why they do it, but I feel that's one of the things that Amazing Spider-Man fell, the trap it fell into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm letting it go. And I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm just going to read as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And when we're at Rococo's last week, I did buy the remaining Vader that I hadn't read yet. So I'll be checking oh, that out nice. as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. s- speaking of Vader, uh, the trade paperback is going to be released later this month. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Fuck, I'm just going to do that. Damn it. Nice. You already have all the issues. I know. I think I have it? all of them. I know, but I like, I like paperbacks. <laughs> I like them a lot. Yeah, I actually is... like the issues better than the paperbacks, honestly. This just collects like them all in one nice little form. Issues. I hear but you. But the name of the book is Star Wars Aftermath. The War is Not Over. You know, right. Chuck. Right. So when Dr. So. Dre leaves death row, yep. goes into outer space, yep. <laughs> <laughs> destroys Finds everything. He I mean, they establishes does. an intergalactic record label. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Star Wars Aftermath. <laughs> and they, uh, it's a partnership. They had a little, there was like a hollow vid of Princess Leia, but there hasn't been any mention. And I'm halfway through now. There hasn't been any mention of, well, there hasn't been mention of them, but. Are there Jedi? Oh, Adam Rockbar's in here. Huh. But he keeps saying trap a lot. Just <laughs> annoying me. Like I get it. It's, I get it. Uh, yeah, it's um, that, it's that meme. Yeah. No. Yeah. And those are the meme on the. Yeah, I see the stupid the commercials now with like the anti smoking whatever. Um. But yeah, he's in it. He's actually pretty cool. It's cool to like expand on him. Mon Mothma's in it. Yeah. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. She's in it. She's actually the Chancellor of the New Republic. It's not really any spoilers or anything. It's just, it's a New Republic, which is cool. I'm glad they kept the name. They ain't changed anything different. Mm-hmm. But. I know Coruscant is there, but it's not mentioned here yet. They're starting on another planet. I don't know. So, we'll see. I'm going to go, and after I finish this, I'm actually, because The Clone Wars is on the official canon list, so I'll go watch that. It's on all Netflix. Yeah. That was one thing that George Lucas approved, even though some of the stories I read there I felt were really stupid. He changed the name of Korriban, the homeworld of the Sith, to like Moribund, because he thinks it just sounds better. Huh. Idiot. <laughs> Moribund? That sounds yeah. like a bakery. Right? That's what I said. I literally said that, which is hilarious. Thank you. Um, and uh, the one thing I'm not sure... Sh- so the one thing about Force Awakens that concerns me is that it's not a George Lucas story. Which is good. I, I, but he had, he has good stories. I feel like the story of the original trilogy was really well, really yeah. good. It just didn't execute well because he's a bad director. And he did give him his... Like, his you know, his ideas or his scripts, but they kind of just tore him up because they're more kid actors, I guess. That was something that I read. Um, so I wish it was a full, true blue. I wish he was able to at least give him some, but maybe ho- hopefully he, like, gave a little few ideas. Ugh. Yeah, from what I understand with The Force Awakens, he, he's, he's a, first of all, he's a better ideas guy yeah, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. than a writer. Yep. So I think he gave him enough, his ideas were enough of a foundation for That's what I'm hoping, yeah. Of. And then I'll, I will support it fully, and then we'll see what he says when it comes out. And it's cool that he's still we'll involved with that stuff. Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely a consultant, but I'm pretty sure he's just like sleeping in his bags of money. <laughs> yeah. After all, so, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I like it. I like it. Uh, so far, so good. No Jedi yet. But again, I'm pretty sure at this point, Luke is the only Jedi left. So I don't know how that guy in the Rebel show makes it out. Because I haven't watched that either, but I will. Huh. Yeah. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Pick it up. Cool. But you know what? Force, a lot of people won't read it and Force Awakens will come out and they'll be like, huh, I'm way better than you guys because I know everything. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, the, I'm the, so cool. the books are just a nice bonus to, you know, kind of further flesh out as opposed to the whole universe because it's all canon. Yeah, yeah. But the movies are all you need, though. Yeah, exactly. And now in 30 years, when they erase this all over again, I'll remember this episode and I will 
cry another bucket of tears. <laughs> I <laughs> drink it before episode 20 comes out. I so. probably would too. Yeah, it's uh, Once you uh, finish it, you can just tell me the whole story and I'll know without <laughs> doing any of the work. Just read about it on Wikipedia, which is a real thing, um, which we talked about. But Disney and Lucasfilm are on the back in case they want you wondering. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't stand up to, to the... I had no man like Tom Brady. big-ass Disney label yeah. right on the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> if it says Disney Lucasfilm, that means it's canon. Yep, exactly. Oh, and yeah. Le- Legends, Legends is the non-canon old stuff. Yep. Gotcha. Which would now, you know, again, fingers crossed, old, like, middle movies, hopefully not old public stuff because it's so good. But hey, we'll see what happens. Maybe someone else can do another good older public story, we'll see. Hmm. And the video game's still going strong. And like I said, EA owns it or Bioware, and they have the gaming rights for ten years. So we'll see how that turns out. Cool. That's all I got. That is yeah. all I got. Yeah. So really, Anybody else got some hot fire to drop? Uh, I've been reading a couple of um of the issues of uh, the comics that I picked up last week when we were at Rococo's, but mm-hmm. I've only read the first issue of each. I started uh, Southern Cross. I started uh, Run Love Kill. And uh, I started uh, Robert Kirkman's new series, Outcast. He's the creator of The Walking Dead. Yep. So I read the first issue of all of those. Um, I can talk more about those um, next week, though, yeah. Yeah. when I've had a, a chance to delve a little bit deeper into the story. But um, so far, I like all, all three of those. So, so good far, recommendations. So yeah, nice. Yeah, I got to read some more of my... Because I also bought Secret Wars, so I'll definitely get into those a bit more. And I will definitely have this book finished by next week. And uh, talk a little, maybe talk a little, probably not. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll just, I'll, I'll just spoil it over there. Oh, 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 before I forget. Mm. Yeah, one thing. Mm. Did you guys see that they dropped, uh, like, uh, news, basically, and in, in, in posters revealing oh, the war. teams of Civil War, yeah. who's got, who's on which side? Yeah. And I haven't read anything because I try to I try to stay spoiler free on like story stuff or mm-hmm. some of this stuff. But um, I saw some headlines that were basically saying that the movie's not about superhero registration. Yeah, it's so, not about the secret identities like it was in the comics. Oh, so what's it about then? Because everyone knows everyone's secret identity. Right. I don't know. I but like, the, 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 I did but, not click on the article. But here, right? think about it. Think about that. Everyone knows who Captain is Steve Rogers. Everyone knows Black Widow is Natalia. Everyone knows. Everyone knows who everyone is. Natasha. Natasha, excuse me. There's no secret identities. Unless, but Spider-Man, if he's going to be make a cameo, no one knows who he is, so maybe they'll do it that way. I guess. But there's no... And that was just a rumor, so who knows. With the Civil War, I, I do hope that it is going to be a game-changer instead of a stopgap, mm. like uh, Alt, Age All of Ultron was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to see some legitimate character deaths. And Whoa. I want to see those deaths that stick. Yeah. I mean, I want, I want to see Marvel have some balls <laughs> for their film film stuff. Well, take some chances. These, looking at these posters, there's at least I, I just three read characters I would be perfectly fine with. Chris Evans, offing. Chris Evans might be extending his contract, so we'll see how it oh, goes. Oh, yeah, he wants to be Captain America forever, he yeah. said. But, uh, yeah, so Captain America, Captain America's team consists of the Falcon, uh, the agent from Captain America uh, 2. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. Um, yep. And the Winter Soldier, who to me is the only cool member of his team. <laughs> Wait, you said Falcon, right? I did. He got beat up by freaking Ant-Man. He did get beat up by Ant-Man. That's pretty <laughs> whack. <laughs> uh, Iron Man's team consists of uh, the Vision. Mm-hmm. Who's whack. They just need to kill right now. He sucks. Shit. Well, he's definitely dead because he has the Infinity Stone in his board. Oh, yeah, but they're going to save it so Thanos can rip it straight out of his... St- 
stupid head. I'm looking forward to that. What's with all the vision? Stupid face. What's with all the vision hate all of a sudden? It sucks. Uh, I don't know. It makes you even tired. There's <laughs> only in one movie. I don't know, but it sucked in that movie. <laughs> Uh, the Black Panthers on Iron Man's team, which Besides is you, very surprising. Which I don't understand. Yeah, I don't Maybe get that either. flop. But again, it's not about registration, so who knows? Right, true. Uh, the Black I think it's just, I think it's, I don't know about the, it's going to be about like just superheroes not being dead. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I can't, I can't Black even... Widow and War Machine yeah. are the other two members of Iron Man's team. A little OP, if you ask me. Team. A little OP. But it could, that could it's... be like the movie too. It could be yeah, like, because no, Captain America is, because Captain America was like the insurgent in the comics, so. You know, mm, they're like a true. back against the wall yeah. kind of thing. Uh, Black Widow and Black Panther are kind of surprises to me to, to be a nice team. I don't know what Black Panther could do. Be, be black. And a panther. Black Panther. <laughs> well, I think that in the... Is the agility of a panther and the... Well, I know in the, in the comics, Black Panther joined the Avengers for the express purpose of spying on them. Ooh. Because, you know, he wanted to make sure that they didn't mess with his country, Wakanda. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. What are his powers? Nice. The Black Panther's powers? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, I don't he, know. Uh, he's, I've he's, never been. A I'm intrigued by what like, Spider-Man's gonna do. I thought you read some Black Panther comics. Yeah, you? yeah. He doesn't have anything supernatural. Yeah. But he just has like, he's at the top of his game. He's like peak physical. Gotcha. Physical. Yeah, he's got Olympic level. Yeah. He's kind of. I guess he's kind of like a Batman. Isn't yeah. He? Sort of like Batman. Like yeah. Genius. Nice. He's like a prince too, right? Nice. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm interested to see how that goes. And Spider-Man's gonna have a cameo, so. We'll see. We will see. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, that's news. That's nerd news, I guess. Yeah. We'll uh, delve into that more as that news slowly starts to trickle out. Maybe we get some trailers coming in. That would be pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm hoping that this is, the, the like, the last uh, Captain America movie was really good. Yeah, I love yeah. Captain America. He's my boy. Yeah, so that was, that was they, they did an excellent job, and the same directors came back for this one. Yep, so and they're also doing sad. Infinity Wars. Yes. So, get used to them. I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, you know, hopefully they continue the momentum they started in the uh, last one. Nice. Speaking of superheroes, our one email this week is superhero-related. Nice. Let's have it. Uh, let's see real quick. Oh, we got I'm sorry. I just uploaded. We have two emails. Aw, yeah. All right. So first one, uh, subject line, everyone's favorite, Superman. <laughs> Please read this anonymously. Gentlemen, on several occasions... Occasion, Why do you keep saying that? You know you don't have to read that part, right? I know, but I wanted to say his name by accident again. Oh. <laughs> on several occasions, this podcast is... Sorry. Uh, that's your public apology. Anonymous. <laughs> this podcast has Nobody decided, will ever know who we're apologizing to. <laughs> to little Superman. While there are some truths to your argument, there are many more subcontexts that your show has ignored. Please take into consideration the geopolitical context of Superman's creation. America at the time was in the worst economic period of its history. What character could better bring up people's spirits like a hero for social justice? Imagine having no money, but being able to borrow a copy of Superman from a friend or even a local library to read the tale of a hero fighting for equality. Add Superman's backstory into the equation. In the last three decades, the United States had experienced the largest amount of immigration ever, including European Jews fleeing from genocide. Superman, himself a migrant, in fact a baby, with no choice but to be raised in a foreign land and learn its culture, he represents a rural community from his time on the farm and urban community as an undervalued journalist at a cutthroat news organization. One of his own creators was drafted to fight in the Second World War. Frankly, Superman would make a great inspiration on me to fight against what the time represented the greatest evil on Earth. How can we... Roger, you know, How can we belittle <laughs> what he meant to Americans in a time of crisis? 
As the waves of history crash over us continuously, the significance of a single wave from long ago begins to wane. How can the argument that Superman is overpowered be taken seriously based on its historical context? However, did Superman's writers not do his character justice? I will agree on that because he was destined for great things. His story is something that all Americans can identify with, unlike a Batman character, unless you're secretly a genius billionaire ninja who has his parents murdered as a child. Sincerely, Victor's biggest fan, not Darren. <laughs> Listen, I'm a millennial, okay? So I require immediate satisfaction. I don't care if you're born in the 1940s. Douche. Oh, who are you? Are you calling Maurice a douche? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I wear my millennial loud and I wear it proud. Ah, <laughs> uh, Superman, whatever. Look, man, maybe at the time that I did not live during the time <laughs> of Superman's creation, so yeah. I cannot speak to the socio political yeah. impact that Superman's creation has, but I'd like yep. to imagine that if we're talking about America, Captain America was probably more representative. His first of comic book was him punching Hitler in the face. In the face. Yeah. So, hey, Jewish immigrants. Yep. What do you want to see? Some dirtbag from Kansas? Mm -hmm. Or a dude literally punching the man who is persecuting your entire race in the friggin' face? Also, Captain America was a creation. Uh, basically, he was a under, you know, undersized, you know, friggin' kid who literally could do nothing. He want, all, all he wanted was to help his country, correct? Mm -hmm. That's all he wanted, Captain all America. he ever wanted. Yep. He just wanted to fight for his country, but yep. he couldn't yep. because he is a little scrawny, skinny, downtrodden, bullied boy. And guess what? Through American ingenuity, they created Captain frickin' America. They don't need, and I, listen, man, I'm an immigrant. I can relate to Superman in that aspect. In every other aspect, he sucks. If I am an American during that time period, mm -hmm. I would much rather Captain America. I would relate to Captain America. He has flaws. He is human. He was a creation of the United Science. States ingenuity. Yep. And he fought for justice. He punched Hitler, he punched in, the Hitler in the face. Directly in the face. If Captain America was created today, mm -hmm. the cover yep. of the first issue yep. would be him punching mm -hmm. Roger Goodell in the face. <laughs> I agree with that. Book now, it. If I were born around that time as a young white man, I probably still would go with Batman. <laughs> uh, let me chime in. Um, Ooh. It, it, very, very, very interesting points. I would say um, there was one. There was one really good. Uh, graphic novel that I read about Superman recently called Superman Red Sun. Yes. Uh -huh. which, which is pretty cool. It's written by Mark Miller and it's about, it's like an alternate take on Superman. It's like what hap what would happen if he, if his ship landed in Russia, communist Soviet Russia, Russia yep. Yep. in the 1950s at the height of the Cold War and yep. it shows Superman being raised in that environment mm -hmm. and uh, how he start, start, stands for truth, justice, and the uh, USSR's triple CP way. <laughs> and what, what was cool about that was that even though he was um, that he was brought up and raised in a in a communist nation, you know, he still embodied uh, ideals of of true justice, of help, of genuinely helping people out. So it wasn't the it wasn't the ideology that you know shaped him. It was just who he was. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that was one thing that kind of stood out to me. So it was like, regardless of where he, where his ship may have landed, whatever nation he landed, he still would have been you know the same Superman you know that we all know. Yep. And and, it, and it's a, it's a really cool story. And, and and what's cool about Red Sun is also it also talks about um, 
not only about the issues of like uh, the whole communism red scare and how that kind of relates to Superman, but it also gives alternate uh, Russian versions of other DC characters, oh, like yeah. like the Russian version of Batman, who happen who happens to be sort of like a vengeful, vindictive, crazy person. Like so Batman, not regular <laughs> Batman. And yeah. and um, was he still called Batman? Yeah. Oh, cool. And uh, and Lex Luthor is still American, who happens to be married to Lois Lane. And um, and and it kind of delves into why Lex Luthor is so vindictive towards the Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. So it's a really it's a really good story. If, even if you're not a big Superman fan, I do recommend reading it. It's still a really good take. I've always, yeah, I've always heard good things about Red Sun. What did a review of Red Sun have to do with Anonymous's email? <laughs> no, I think because 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 it's about if you land in the 1940s America or 1940s Soviet Russia. Superman, you save Superman. I don't know. USSR saves you. Let let no. Victor make his point, man. I didn't ask you. Shut up. Because you wherever in the eyes. Because wherever, because his because uh, his email brought up a lot of good points, which reminded me of Red Sun. Because yeah, yeah. you know okay. all the issues that you know he brought up in his email, Red Sun kind of addresses in in certain yeah. ways. So that's one story. Now imagine writing a hundred years worth of stories of Red Sun Superman. Boring, right? <laughs> well, I mean. I mean, I will say this. I mean, Superman is a difficult character to make interesting because mm-hmm. of how OP he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I say, like, other alter- alternate takes of Superman, like one-off stories, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make him, really make him really Superman interesting. Superman really good. Animated series Superman and... Kingdom, then, Kingdom Come was really great. Yep. And they're actually starting to depower him in the new in the 52 oh. currently. Oh, nice. And that's not to uh, minimize the, the impact that Superman had... Uh, on his creation as a character. Hmm. I understand he was the first hero and all of that business. I just don't like him. <laughs> I, un- I understand the I, impact res- he had you, in popular him? culture. Do you respect him? No, fuck him. <laughs> I just, I, I understand. I understand. Just, he's not interesting. Listen, listeners, we're all just going to have to agree to disagree. No, I think Anonymous is the only one that disagrees with us. Hey, I like Man of Steel. So yeah. there's that. Perfect. Yeah. We all like Man of Steel. Yeah. I've said I'd like I like that yeah. movie just fine. Uh, but I like Batman better. Yeah. Batman's way better. Way better. Way better. <laughs> I, I saw an article today. The headline was, Warner Brother wants more Batman, less Superman. <laughs> I was like, yep. Yep. <laughs> totally makes sense. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Warner Brother sucks. All right. Next, uh, next episode. I'm oh, sorry. Next uh, email. Episode 11 and episode 12. Episode 11. If you ever find yourself with the Jordy Nelson or the Kelvin Benjamin Court, of course, the only show you need to watch is Spartacus. So mad you guys did not mention this. Watch it and get ready to inject Viagra right into your noodle. Oh, that is a fantastic show. It's actually yeah. the same showrunner as Daredevil, too. really good. Yeah. So, it's Stephen Denight, I think. So, yeah, I've been told by a few people I need to watch that. Mm-hmm. Episode 12. Another great episode, guys. Thank you for all the recommendations for comic books to read. Love me some Rococos. But I find that every time I go there, I spend tons of money. Almost as much as Victor spent on his Wonder Woman sex doll. <laughs> Till next time, fellas. Keep up the good work. Your boy, Furman. <laughs> it was on sale. Ah, <laughs> oh, Furman, you fucking asshole. <laughs> come on, dude. I'm not... Come on, I'm not that... No. Uh, no. I thought it was a Superman sex Listen, man. Sense, I'm not going to judge. I don't get whatever. That's fine. Whatever if, you're if into, there was, if I, Hey, listen, listen. If listen. I went there and there was a Batman sex doll, I would buy the fuck out of that. <laughs> hey, you, hey, no, hey, I got no problem with that. Right. Listen, I have no problem with sex dolls or sex toys of any kind, but yeah. I don't happen to own one of those sex dolls. Sorry, I don't. Right. He does not own a Wonder Woman sex doll. If anything, no. I'm, I'm disappointed. I would expect all of us to have at least one. He owns a Lois Lane sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Lana kind of guy. 
but yeah, Rock Cocos, man. Every time I go there, I do spend quite a bit of money. Yeah, yeah. I spend a lot of money. I'm probably it's gonna be a while before I go back. <laughs> I do yeah. have to get my box going though, so fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's why I, I try to minimize the damage when I go. Yeah, yeah. it was a really good time usually. I mean, I, I need to go back for Strange Fruit issue number two. That that needs to come out. Yeah, that, that needs to come out soon. I hope it's already. I don't know. I need to look that up. It's really good. Yeah, it's in your box. Oh uh, yes, I have Sweet. it set up so that he puts it, he tucks it away. Yeah, so we'll tuck it away for you guys. Yeah, if you go over there and you're like, it's kind of like pre-ordering comic books. You go in there, pick it up, boom. It's a subscription. Got it. A yeah. Pre-order. Yeah. Actually, it's called a box, which is interesting. Yeah, but it's a really good place. It's a cool place. Like yeah. a lot. I enjoy Rock Coco's greatly. I will be going back soon, probably after I read everything and save up some money. Yeah. <laughs> once you need reading material and have the cash. Yep. Yeah. But uh, everyone, thank you again for listening to another spanking new episode of the Codex Prime Podcast. We mm. love you all, and we thank you so much. Victor, where can they find us? You can find us on the Twitter machine at Codex Prime Cast. You can also find us on Facebook. And you can also email us your questions, comments, uh, reactions, thoughts, whatever you guys, whatever you guys got in what your mind. What kind of uh, sex doll do you have? Right. <laughs> yeah, that too. Good, legit, legit question. Let e- us know. Yeah, let us know at codexprimepodcast at gmail.com. Boom. I cannot wait for that Supergirl show to come out. Oh, my God. It's going to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Also, uh, yeah, then, uh, if you like the show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Yes. yes. On iTunes. I know you all have accounts. I know you all do. <laughs> just go in and give us a review. Apple owns us all. Seriously. Just go just do go it. Five stars. It could be five words. I don't care. Maurice is my favorite. That's three. But it still works. That's four words. Maurice is my favorite. Four words. I told you I went to bed at 3.30 a.m. last night. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my back. Get off my back, Nick. Uh, thank you all for listening. Well, I'll catch you next time. Later, nerds. Peace out, everyone. Peace. Peace.